The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And we are back in the studio, the Daily Witness Studio. Welcome to another episode. I am your host, Trevor Van Vieren. Today, I want to talk about the basics of faith. Actually, I'm going to title this message, Faith Made Easy. Faith Made Easy. And the reason why I want to talk about that is because if you, if you look at the world that we're living in today, you've got to live by faith. If you do not live by faith, the world is going to swallow you up. And um, we're seeing a lot of that happen right now, and it's tragic. It's, it's tragic. A lot, of people, a lot of people are dying. A lot of people are getting sick. A lot of people are putting up with sickness. Um, a lot of companies are closing. A lot of people have lost their jobs. And that's what's happening in the world. The world is full of darkness. The world is, the, the, the world is absent from the love of God. They kick, they kick love out. You know, when it says um, in First John chapter four, verse sixteen, it says God is love. It says God is love. And if you go and look out in the world, there is no love. There's no love there. And um, well, the Scripture says, if you're not walking in love, you're going to be stumbling in the darkness. You don't even know what you're stumbling over. And isn't that what's happening in the world? They're closing. Uh, companies are closing down. Companies that have been around for years. Uh, people who had good paying jobs and um, well they don't know why this is happening and they're blaming this and they're blaming that and well you're stumbling in the dark and you don't know why you're stumbling and then we've got a lot of uh, we've got a lot of Christians who want to believe Christians are supposed to be living by faith um, the scripture the scripture continuously says the just shall live by faith see The just, is talking about you, is talking about me, shall live by faith. Not by any other way. Not by your intellectuality. Not not by your degrees. Not by your morals. The just shall live by faith. Now, when it comes to faith, um, there's a large portion of the body of Christ that's divided in this matter. And uh, they don't really believe. They don't have faith. See, that's uh, th- that's a big problem because you know you might say to me, "But how can you how can you make such a, a statement? You know, how can you be so sure about um, saying something like that? Uh, don't we all have faith? Yeah, we all have faith. You know, and they say that. But here's what Jesus said: When the Son of Man returns, will he find faith in the earth? Now, he didn't say that because, you know, he was kind of just playing around and just winked at them and and gave a smile. It was a very serious statement. And uh, we're actually seeing that more and more today. People are actually challenging faith. People who are born again Christians, if they had to die right now, they'd go to heaven. They they would go to heaven because they're sanctified. 
They set apart. They gave their hearts to Jesus, but he is only their savior. He's not their Lord. So they, they live in defeat and they pray prayers and they don't really mean, uh, you know, when they're praying their prayers, they don't really um, expect any change. And they just really are hoping and praying that something will happen. But that's why I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about faith made easy. A lot of people, they've got this misconception of God. And they make faith very difficult. And it gives this impression that God is sitting on the throne and then he decides whose prayers he's going to answer today and whose prayers he's not going to answer. And then, you know, people, because they have no relationship with God, See, they're not reading their Bible. The Spirit of God doesn't have the opportunity to give interpretation. Then they'll say things like, well, you know, I, I guess it's not his will. See, I guess it's not his will. Well, you know, you've got a whole book, Old Testament and New Testament. Why don't you find out what his will is? You know, instead of going to the movies or instead of um, inviting friends over and playing board games and having briars and so forth, and you're completely ignoring that book over there, go and find out what his will is. Uh, he's made it very clear. He's made it very clear. So I just, I, I just want us to go through some scripture and then... Um, so we can talk about this. So let's first look at First John chapter five, verse four. First John chapter five and verse four. Now look at this. He says, "For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith." Now the original Greek. Um, for world in that verse of scripture is talking about a system. You see, a system of operation, not, not particularly um, the earth itself. It's talking, about, uh, it's talking about a government, a system, the ways of the world, you know. And he says, whatsoever is born of God, that's you. If you're born of God, watch this. He says, you overcome the world. Now, isn't that pretty simple? Isn't that pretty plain? And watch this. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Now, you tell me, where can you find the doubt in that verse of Scripture? Because when I see that, that verse of Scripture, he made, number one, he made it very easy. See, title of this message, Faith Made Easy. And he is referring to victory in this verse. He says, if you're born of God, you've overcometh the world. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Not going to overcome. Not we're going to see if it's God's will. No, here's God's will right here. Overcometh, past tense. Overcometh, past tense. Overcometh, past tense overcometh the world. You've already overcome the world. Watch this. This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Now, why would he tell you that you can take some faith and you can overcome any situation? Talking about the world, that's everything in it, isn't it? Did he, did he leave anything out? He said the whole world 
that whole system of operation, that failing monetary system where they go through recessions, where companies are laying off people, where companies are closing down. Maybe you're a company owner and you've got 300 employees over you. I know we've got, we got people listening to us from all over the world. Um, maybe, you, you know, you, you're petrified and you don't understand these things, but you're a Christian. Now just stay, stay hooked to this podcast and listen. He wouldn't tell you that you've got the spirit of faith on the inside of you and it can overcome anything in the world when it actually couldn't. See, would, would, God, would God set you up like that? <laughs> no, he would not. <laughs> so he says, listen to this. He says, you want to overcome the world? You want victory? You'll do it with your faith. You'll overcome the world every single time using faith. Now, I want us to look at Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. And um, this is referring to faith. This is referring to someone who's in faith, someone who's believing. This is someone who's got their victory. They're exercising the victory, see? And uh, once again, when, when I'm going to read it to you from the Amplified Classic Edition. I prefer that, that Bible. I'm reading it to you from the Amplified Classic, okay? And I want you to tell me if you can hear any doubt or defeat in that verse of Scripture. Okay, now faith is the assurance. By the way, in the original Greek, I saw it for myself. And, you know, the, the letters are, um, you know, you read the, the, the book from the back to the front. And um, it actually says faith is right now. It says faith is right now, not in the future. And did you know that faith can never be in the past? And did you know faith can never be in the future? And uh, that's pretty clear, isn't it? Faith is now. Faith is right now. Someone asks you, are you in faith? Yes, I am. I have faith right now. Faith is always present. Listen to this. Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see. It's the proof. It's the proof of things we do not see. The conviction of their reality. I like to say it like this because we don't, we don't use the word conviction so much. Um, another word for that is a convincing, to be convinced. So let's say it like that. To be convinced of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Now, once again, this is a solid statement. This is a guarantee. This is talking about victory. This is telling you what you have. This, this is God talking in first John, well, all over the scriptures, really. But listen to me. When he said in first John chapter five, four, he says, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. He wasn't playing around with that. You know, God cannot lie. You know, he tells you, you know, when that man speaks 
everything just comes out, the truth. If it's Sunday today and he decided to change it and he had to say, what a wonderful Monday it is. Did you know all the calendars all over the world? And I'm talking about on your phones, on your on your tablets, on your MacBooks, on your iMacs, on your iPads. Uh, I mean, everything would change to Monday. Even Even your watch. It would change to Monday. Everything would just change to Monday because God cannot lie. I want to get that. I want to get that across to you. I want to get that. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. I'm hearing you, sir. So when he says, whenever the creator speaks, that's it. It's set in concrete. There's there's no turning back. (laughs) And guess what? You are a part of that family. Isn't that amazing? And then he goes and puts that powerful force of faith on the inside of you. And it's resident on the inside of you right now. And did you know God cannot lie? So if he says, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. You should be jumping for joy right now. There's nothing that can hold you back. Not the devil, not the curse. I don't care what is out there. I don't care what wicked man or what wicked woman is out there. There is no one that can stop you because God's words have already been set in motion and he already called you an overcomer of the world and he told you how you're going to do it and he says this this is the victory not the defeat (laughs) not the defeat he tells you you've got victory amen he tells you you've got victory he says this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith okay so over here in Hebrew, in Hebrews chapter eleven and verse one, he says, "Now faith is the assurance. It's the assurance. What is an what is an assurance? You've been assured. You know, um, a, a good word is guarantee. Faith, right now. This is what this is God's viewpoint. I don't care about these uh, guys out there." that will try and talk you into defeat. Don't go and listen to them. They never wrote anything in their life. And it's not to be ugly to them. They just don't know. So you can't go and take advice from someone that's ignorant. You're going to get what they got. Nothing. He says, now faith is the assurance. It's a guarantee. This thing's set in stone. This thing cannot turn around. This is the confirmation. You've got a confirmation. When you say, I am in faith for, I believe, there's your confirmation right there. The title deed of things we hope for, it's the proof of things we do not see. So yes, it's not there yet while you are in faith. Remember, faith is not dependent on what you can see at all. There's no faith in your eyes. There's no faith in your ears. There's no faith in your nose, so you can't smell it. There's no faith in your fingers, so you can't touch it and feel it. There's no, there, there, there's no faith in your tongue, so you can't taste it. You understand? That's your, I'm talking about your five physical senses now. I'm talking about your five physical senses. So you can't say, you know, you believe in God for healing and say there's this big um, wart or something or whatever on your hand 
or it's on your leg and you say, I'm in faith and I believe I'm healed. And then you go right ahead and you go and look at that sore. And now you start contemplating, oh, this thing is still there. I thought it's going to leave. I thought we had the victory that overcomes the world. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, yeah. That's not what the scripture said. The scripture says that faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see. Being convinced of their reality. See? Faith, perceiving, watch this, as real fact, what is not revealed to the senses, what is not revealed to the senses, what is not revealed to the senses. That's the victory that overcomes the world. You've got to get your senses out the way. See, you can't, you can't say you're in faith and depend on your five physical senses. It's the things that we do not see. See, things we do not see. We've got proof. In other words, so, so you believe in God now for healing, okay? And there's this big old wart or the sore, whatever. You know, and you, you believe in God for healing. You, you've heard of testimonies. And you want to go ahead and you want to believe. And it, it's your first time. And, you know, go easy on yourself. Don't expect um, massive change just yet. You know, but understand this. You've got to understand something. You've got to look at that sore or that wart or whatever it is. And you've got to say to yourself, uh, and you, you, or you can talk to it. Hey, listen, I know I can see you with my natural eyes and I can probably feel you. Don't touch it, though. <laughs> um, but the Bible says something else. The Bible says that this is the victory that overcomes the world. Well, you, you out there stuck in the world. And the scripture says, I've got victory over you. And the, and the scripture says, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even my faith. So where, where does faith come from? See, where does this faith come from so that you can overcome the world? Faith. Oh, man. All right. Lord, where are we going here? I'm just following you, sir. I'm just following you. Let's go to Romans. Let's go to Romans. Now, the, the scripture says... Um, while I'm just go to Romans chapter 10. Um, I want you to listen to this while you're flipping over there. Um, translation here. Oh, just go to King James. Uh, the scripture says in Romans chapter 12 verse 3. You don't have to turn there. But it says, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. See, every man has been dealt the measure of faith. See, the measure of faith. Every man has been dealt the measure of faith. But now you go and read a little later and it says, um, some people, uh, some people have a lot of faith, and some people um, have got weak faith. They can't believe for very much. So, what I, I just want to go through here, and how, how? So, you've got that spirit of faith. God has given you the measure of faith, but it's up to you to develop it. See, you can be a born again Christian, and you can decide to not live by faith at all, and you can you can just put up with whatever the world throws at you, and. Um, Probably live a life of defeat. And that's your choice. Um, but guess what? That's so embarrassing. I always tell people, um, 
there's, there's just, I've, I've had such wonderful personal experiences with Jesus. That's why I've like, I know this man is alive. I've seen him, you know, I've actually, I've actually seen him. Um, and we've had some amazing supernatural uh, moments and, um, I can never deny, I, I can't even try and lie and tell you that he doesn't exist. He, he really, he is real. He's very real. <laughs> and I've always told people, I don't want to end this, this age here on earth and not having accomplished anything when you got the likes of Moses and you got Joshua and, you know, Caleb who was 80 years old and went, go up the mountain and, and you know, take the land. And um, you got people like the Apostle Paul and, you know, um, you got um, Peter and you, you got all these guys, you know, Barnabas and John, the Apostle John, you know. Um, I mean, these guys, they live by faith. And then they, you go and read then the book of Hebrews and it talks about the the hall of faith. And um, you just see all these people who live by faith and all these wonderful things that all of them had victory. All of them. You, uh, you, there's no defeat there at all. You just read victory, 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 victory. And what I'm saying to you is um, I don't want to come up amongst these people and I haven't accomplished anything by faith. That's that's so sad. It's so defeated, you know. And um, it, once you once you get a bite of it, I mean, you, you know, um, it's oh man, it's so it's wonderful. It's just it's thrilling. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. When when you when you learn how to live by faith, you can get every single prayer answered. So long as it's in line with His Word, you can get every single prayer answered every single time. Every single time, if it's healing, if you um, you want your marriage restored, if you're looking for another baby, you need direction. Um, you um, should I buy this? Should I move here? Um, everything, everything. That's the victory that overcomes the world. See, the world is full of defeat. The world is full of defeat. God has not has not given you to this opportunity to live here in this earth and live in defeat. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. No, 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 no. He's put that victory on the inside of you and he expects you to use it. So um, without any further ado, let's quickly, because I see um, the time's running out. So um, we're on Romans chapter 10 and it says, um, let me see where should I start. Um, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? Okay. In verse 14, Romans 10, 14. How shall they believe in him in whom they have not heard? So how are they going to believe in God if they haven't heard about him? Okay. How shall they hear without a preacher? You know, without a preacher, that's why we hear. Because you got to hear. Listen to this. How shall they preach except they be sent? Now, I know you've probably heard this before, but I've lo- I love this saying. Uh, there's a lot of people that call themselves into ministry and there's those who are called into ministry. So there's one preacher say, um, some, some were sent and some just went. <laughs> some were sent and some just went. How do you know the difference? Well, Jesus said, judge a tree by the fruit that it bears. Do they have fruit? Can they teach you how to get fruit? See, and if they can, and if they're bearing their own fruit and they can teach you how to get fruit, stick with them. 
um, as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace. I looked at my feet. I actually, someone actually said to me, you've got very good looking feet. <laughs> I'll just throw that in there. And bring glad tidings of good things. You get a preacher that will preach you full of fear and preach you full of negativity. That's not good things. <laughs> That's not glad tidings of good things. See, But they've not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who has believed our report? Verse 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Actually, um, the original translation of God there is Christ. And you translate that accurately. It's not referring to Jesus. It's referring to the anointing. So then, let's read that correctly. You know, these guys translated as best as they could. So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing the anointed word that was preached by the preacher who was sent. See? So, you know, you got all, you got all these people, uh, once again, we're coming back to, you got to live by faith. The just shall live by faith. And then you've got a lot of Christians who just don't understand. They'll try and talk you out of it. And they'll say, yeah, but we prayed, you know. And I prayed and I prayed. And I just don't understand, you know. Why did... And then, you know, you've got to also be very careful of what you're saying. Because you're about, you're about to blame God. You, you are stepping over into unbelief. So it's understandable if you don't understand something. Um, there's, there's no hassle with that. Just be careful that you don't carry on down that road. Um, you can say something like, you know, we prayed and we didn't get results. So where is it that I've missed it? You know, it doesn't, doesn't have to be that you perfect and you prayed your little prayer. And well, you know, poor old God, he just couldn't come through for you. Um, you know, he just he's just not equipped to do it with your highfalutin prayers. <laughs> Um, are you mocking me? <laughs> you sure right I am. Because, you know, without you realizing it, that's a, that's a form of pride. It's a form of satanic pride. You're elevating yourself above God without you even knowing it. Because you say now that you've prayed and, you know, God just couldn't come through for you. So um, stay away from that stuff. Stay away from that stuff. There's, there's, there's nothing wrong with saying, you know, I don't understand that's a, that's a whole different thing. Humble yourself, Scripture says. Humble yourself. So anyway, let's flip over here and let's just talk about that for a moment because there's a lot of naysayers and they're Christians and they go to church and they go to cell meetings and they, you know, they do all these wonderful things and, you know, they get involved in the church and so forth. Um, but why is it that they are not getting results when the scripture is clear, the Bible is clear. Jesus said, seek and you will find. And you get Christians that will say, oh, you're going to do that seeking. I just don't think you're going to find anything. Um, here's the reason. Let's flip over quickly to the, to the gospel of Matthew. And I want to start in verse 9. I know verse 9 ends off um, with a parable, but I'm quoting it because it's so crystal clear no more and don't listen to this podcast just once um you know 
I've said to you, I've given you that scripture now. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. So every time you're hearing it, faith is coming. Faith is coming. Faith is coming. That stuff, the victory that overcomes the world, the victory that overcomes the world, faith is coming. Faith is coming. It's not a waste of time. Faith is coming. Listen to it again. Listen to it again. Listen to it again. Go through the scriptures again. Listen carefully. Take down notes. Talk to yourself about it. See? Now listen to this. Uh, Matthew chapter 13, verse 9. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Not talk. Let him hear. That's very important. The disciples came, said to him, talking to Jesus now, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? Jesus answered, said to them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. See? That's the difference. It's a mystery. Faith is a mystery. If you don't know it, have you heard them talk? Well, we prayed. Why why wasn't our prayer answered? Why did this person die? They were such a big Christian. They were such good Christians. They always begged patty pans for the for, for the church picnic, <laughs> you can't make patty pants, I'm just saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. Faith is a mystery. To you, it is given to know that mystery. They don't know it. It's not because God has been nasty to them. It's because they haven't drawn near to him. And there's nothing more he can do about it. And it's sad. Those are his kids. And he absolutely adores them. And he absolutely loves them. My God, man. They, they, they tattooed into the palms of his hands. And they're living in, de- um, in, 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 in defeat. They're wallowing around in defeat. And they don't know how to get their victory. And there's nothing he can do about it. There's nothing he can do about it. Because he's given them free will. See, he's not a bully. He's a perfect gentleman. So, well, that about wraps it up. I don't want to go over my time now. But anyway, I, I really, I, I, my focus on this um, episode was really to show you, while there's a lot of Christians, I'm not even talking about the world. I mean, you know, they, they still need to get born again. I'm talking about Christian people who go to church, some don't go to church, and they say, you know, I can have church at home and all that. I'm not talking about, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about all of these naysayers that come against faith, that they don't even know that they're actually doing it. They're mocking faith and, you know, um, they, they don't understand. It's a mystery to them. Faith is a mystery to them. And just because it's a mystery to them doesn't mean they are right. Um, I want you to go through these scriptures again, and I want you to see what I'm saying. Let the Spirit of God just lead you and take down these notes and see there's no doubt whatsoever. You know, God is very simple. Um, He doesn't make things difficult. It's us that make everything difficult. I'm really going over my time now. But um, let me just close this off and and pray for you. Uh, Lord... Thank you, thank you. I'm having so much fun here in the studio with you. Thank you that you're always here. You know, um, thank you for keeping my seat warm. <laughs> um, Lord, I just pray for everyone that's listening. And, and there's, a, there's a guy out there. You know who you are. Um, you've reached out to us. I want you to 
don't give up. Don't feel despondent, and just um, just stay listening to the podcast. Um, Lord, just just give them more light. I pray, Father, that their eyes of their understanding will be enlightened, that they will see more of what you have already done for them, that they will learn to cease from their own works, that they will be rooted and grounded in the faith. Glory to God. You know I pray this over my partners. That's why they're getting so strong. Um, I just want to testify about that. Lord, Oh, I wish I had more time here, Jesus. Anyway. Um, Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This podcast is blessed and it's going to be a blessing to everyone that listens. Remember, faith comes by hearing, so keep on hearing. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed today's podcast and you like what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to start a gospel newspaper. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow on our website www.thedailywitness.co.za There you'll find a tab called Sow into a Vision. If you're inside of South Africa, use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from the Google Play Store or iTunes. If you're outside of South Africa, you can use our option of give and gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. If you have enjoyed today's Daily Witness podcast, feel free to let us know by either using our Facebook profile, Trevor Van Peeren Ministries, or by email to newsdesk at thedailywitness.co.za. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.